Hello world and welcome to the first ever recorded Figure It Out Guy podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Today we are going to go over basically what I'm doing in quarantine, hence the name of the episode, How to Make the Most of Quarantine. I know, super catchy, really thoughtful. Um, basically, over the last month, most of us have been in lockdown, meaning that you're basically stuck in your house. You can occasionally go out for things like groceries, gas, essential items, all that sort of stuff. But in an ideal, perfect world, you're staying inside and self-deprecating like most of America and actually most of the world at this point. Um, since this is the first podcast that we've ever recorded, I'll go ahead and give you a little bit of a, the gist of what this whole channel is going to be about. So essentially, I got the idea after going through a ton of different things, having to figure them out on my own, and not really having a good baseline compilation of just advice and things with, you know, buying a house or how the stock market works or where to begin when you're looking for a house or all sorts of things like how to save money or how to plan a trip or all these random things that uh, don't necessarily have full in-depth videos already out there on them. Just kind of things that I figured out as I went along, hence the name Figure It Out Guy. So basically, I just go along trying all sorts of different things, trying to figure things out, trying to find the best ways to help get useful information across to everybody. So in this episode, I am going to talk about quarantine and what I personally have been doing to survive in such an amazing, amazing, amazingly lonely environment. Uh, basically, I've done several things. Now, if you all think back, there was sh I'm sure at one point in time, everybody was thinking, God, what would I do if I just had more time? All these things I could get done. If I just had more time where I wasn't on the job or I wasn't at work or whatever it may be, I always remember having those thoughts of, man, if I just wasn't stuck in the office right now, all these things I could get done. Well, 99.9% .9 of that time when I wasn't in the office, I was not getting anything done. I was chilling on the flicks, yo, having a good time. So I decided like three or four weeks ago, right after we got sent into quarantine to just go ahead and see what I could do and accomplish with extra time on my hands. Because when you uh, either work from home or you're stuck at home, you've got extra time on your hands, believe it or not. You're not commuting anymore. So for some of us, that adds two to three hours back into the day. And for those of you that have kids, I have no good advice for you. You could just stop here. That's all I got. Um, hopefully some of what I talk about today will actually pertain to you and be helpful. Uh, again, this is the first episode, so if audio sounds terrible or anything you think I could do better, please let me know in the comments section. Or if you're like, wow, that was amazing. I've learned so much and now quarantine sucks just a little bit less. Let me know about that too. Please inspire me for it took me three and a half weeks of telling myself I would record a podcast to finally record said podcast. So... Number one, what have I done to really help with quarantine that I've noticed? I'm only going to say things that have made a big difference for me in terms of I'm trying to be more positive, 
set myself up for when quarantine's over or at least get myself on the right path while I have extra time. So first thing that I've done is I decided I would get a little bit more organized. And what I mean by that is not only keeping the house clean, all those regular chores, things like that, but I now have two gigantic dry erase boards on my wall in my office. And one of them has, and I'll look at it right now, it has six month goals where I actually put a date next to that from the day that I started the six month goal, I wrote when six months from that date would be. And then I wrote, as of right now, six things I want to accomplish in the next six months. They're overly optimistic. They are aiming extremely high, but there are things like pay off all debt or pay off X amount of debt for this one thing or record a podcast. Hooray! So, all right, I'm trying to knock it out, but uh, it's a little awkward right now too because I am trying to record this using what I normally stream with because I didn't want to have to pay extra money to Adobe just yet for Premiere or, uh, no, it's not Premiere. Now I'm blanking out on which one does. Is it Premiere that does the audio? I don't think it is Premiere. Maybe Audacity might be what I'm thinking of actually. Uh, either way, I didn't want to pay for it yet. I wanted to give this the old whirl, give it the college try and see how it goes. But back to it, goal list, man. It, it's super helpful and put it somewhere where you're gonna see it every day. Main reason there is when you stare at it, if you're not working towards it, you're just like, shit, I have done nothing to help get myself in place to accomplish anywhere near those goals. So I aimed for things that were possibly realistic, but a little, little high. Um, underneath that on the same board, I have weekly goals. So basically I took the top six things I wanted to do in six months. Then I broke them down into how I'm going to do it weekly. What do I need to accomplish that week? Some of them, well, 99% of them pertain to those goals. Some of the extra things weekly are just like random things, uh, like run 30 miles in a week or some crazy shit like that. So, uh, then furthermore, broken down on the same board, I have my daily to-do list. So just things that I want to accomplish that day. Now, rewriting this every Sunday and updating it daily is difficult. It's not easy. It is something that requires discipline and you have to do it. And then once you start seeing yourself checking things off, it does actually have some sort of mental effect on me. It just makes you feel like you're accomplishing things. Whether you actually are or not, it is nice to have. So that's kind of what I mean by getting organized. And then of course I have a calendar. It's got everything written on it that I should know about and also helps me remind myself of what actual day it is because I'd never really know from day to day what day of the week it is or where I am or why we're stuck in this. But uh, it is what it is. So we're going to make the best of it. Yeah. So number one, get organized. Try and do things that typically would annoy you. Um, like writing out goals or updating things like that daily or doing things that you were nervous about, like recording a podcast with one piece of software not to me not meant to record podcasts on it and don't do any editing whatsoever to said audio file and podcast. So we're gonna see how that turns out. But I do appreciate the encouragement. Anyway, so First things first, I said get organized. That one's kind of the easiest to start off with. It doesn't require much. You just need a piece of paper if you want or put it in your phone. Everyone's got smartphones, all that good stuff. But put in some things you'd like to accomplish. If you don't have a job, it may be things like get a job or learn to code and get a job in tech or learn about real estate or whatever it may be. Write some goals down. It's not gonna hurt anything. Things that you actually want to do, envision yourself doing them 
and then try and break it down and accomplish things on a daily basis to help you hit that goal. That's kind of what I've been doing. Have I stuck to it 100%? No, of course not. But I am trying and going from zero to about 75 where I'm at now is definitely better than zero where I was. So do that. Try that out. Let me know what you think about that. Number two, I wrote a couple of notes here to make sure I had something to stay on track with. Number two, this one's weird for me because growing up, I hated books. I was not a big fan of books. Everything that we had to read for school usually didn't, I didn't care too much about it. Didn't find it very amusing or interesting or anything like that. So I was always kind of brought up thinking, when I say brought up as if my parents had some effect on that, but uh, I basically always thought that books meant I had some sort of homework or something that would keep me from playing basketball or going outside with friends or whatever it might be. So kind of had a negative outlook on them. But I decided when quarantine hit, I was going to do things that made me uncomfortable or things that made me feel like I did not want to do them at all. So a lot of things on this list are not things that I was stoked about and there were things I had been avoiding or not wanting to do and just kind of started. So books. I have found a hack that works for myself to get through books. Since I graduated college, I want to say that my yearly book reading, well, actually since I graduated college, which was, geez, about seven years ago, I would say I've gone through a book, maybe one full book in between when I graduated and now. Most of the reading that I would do are technical documents, things like that, one-off articles, not a whole lot of just cover-to-cover -cover books. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna try reading a book. My first thing was finish a book in quarantine. So one book in a month, one book in a month and a half, whatever it might be, that was the goal, right? Just finish a book. So I started out with um, one of the guys that I had heard on, a pod on Joe Rogan's Experience podcast, of course, um, a guy named Jocko Willink. He is an ex-Navy SEAL and just kind of one of those hardcore dudes. He's like the guy that gets up at 4.30 every morning and uh, you know takes a picture of his watch and posts it on Instagram so that you know he's up and working out at 4.30 every single morning. The idea being he gets up and gets started before anybody else does, so he kind of has an edge on the day. Whatever it may be, obviously it's made him productive. So he wrote a book with a fellow SEAL who I believe was his subordinate officer. Um, and that book is called Extreme Ownership. So for those of you that are watching this maybe on YouTube, uh, you can see what the book looks like here. It's the cover. It's um, number one New York Times bestseller, Extreme Ownership, How U.S. Navy SEALs Lead and Win by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Um, I decided that reading the book wasn't as efficient for myself as hearing the book. And I was also very curious about um, just hearing like the audio versions of the books. Cause you always hear that audiobooks have extra content in them or things that maybe aren't written in the actual book itself. So I figured why not let's go ahead and download audible. Cause I already have an Amazon prime membership. I got audible comes with a free book every single month. And so I decided for my trial run, I would do extreme ownership and it is a 10 and a half hour listen. Now that is a daunting amount of listening. But what I figured out was in quarantine, I have tried to maximize efficiency. So me finding the time to read a book cover to cover 
was a lot harder than me finding a time to listen to a book cover to cover, so to speak, um, on Audible while working out. So one of the things I'm going to get to is exercise. But before we get there, this is something I loop together. So when I run my dogs, when I go for runs, workouts, whatever it is, I literally listen to audiobooks. I realized I was already listening to podcasts or music anyways. So why not try an audiobook? See what happens. So started doing that and it's made a gigantic difference. Uh, I'm actually listening to an insane amount of them. It's causing me to work out more. And uh, I just made a basically a deal with myself of I will only listen to these books when I'm working out or doing something productive like that. So kind of goes hand in hand with um, what the second book that I would recommend here. But before I get there, let me at least explain what extreme ownership is. Sounds hardcore. It is hardcore. But the gist is amazing. The gist is that everything that happens in your life, you have some input into it. You can have ownership in it. So if it's these guys take it to the next level where every single thing that happens, where they're involved in any way, shape, or form, or not involved in it, but they hear about it, whatever it is, they take ownership of it. So it's like things like uh, when things go bad in business or if, if they had a boss that they seemed to think sucked and, and didn't understand where they were coming from, they took ownership and thought of things instead of like, man, my boss sucks, they're not listening to me. And they turned it into things like, how could I better relay this information to my boss? Simple things like that, but it's ultimately a mindset change of don't blame everybody else. Kind of start with yourself. What could you be doing better to improve the situation? And if that means getting rid of people in your life or whatever it may be, or leaving a job that's you know toxic for you, whatever it is, it's kind of all taking ownership of it. So this was really cool because it kind of lit a fire under my ass of get started, start doing things. Uh, if you're not where you want to be in life, what are you actually doing to try and get to where you want to be? And the hard look that I had was nothing. I was doing virtually nothing to get where I want to be. So figured I would go ahead and get started. So extreme ownership, how U.S. Navy SEALs lead and win Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Definitely check that out. I think it's well worth it. Uh, as I mentioned, it's about 10 and a half hours to listen to. It's probably about the last hour and a half is kind of a interlude into their next book, the follow-up to this one. So you can kind of skip that if you want to. Uh, and then the next book that I kind of mentioned here is a book called Atomic Habits, An Easy and Proven Way to Build Good Habits and Break Bad Ones by James Clear. So this was actually recommended by a stock day trader YouTube channel that I started listening to when I started getting deeper into investing, which guess what? That's another one of the things that I'm going to tell you about. But this book is awesome for anyone in general that let's say you want to quit smoking or you want to quit drinking or you want to get in better shape or you want to learn new things or whatever it is. This book takes kind of a different approach to how habits affect your life and how small changes can make big differences. So rather than one of the, you know, you gotta change everything and if you, you gotta diet hard and you gotta exercise hard, you gotta do it all right now, cold turkey, 90% of people quit that and fail miserably when they try doing it that way. This book takes a much different approach of kind of smaller bites, little things you can tweak, ways to 
a lot of the things I've noticed lately are in your mind. So a lot of the things that I've been reading or doing kind of all revolve around just changing your mindset on things rather than looking at the negative of everything that ever happens. Like, oh man, quarantine's the worst ever. I'm not going to get to see anybody for so long. and This is terrible. It's more of like, hey, I realize that now in quarantine, I'm doing Zoom chats with my family and people are joining that I haven't talked to in a long time and probably wouldn't have had quarantine not happened. So this is actually kind of cool. Uh, things like that. It's just changing up the mindset. But Atomic Habits, I highly recommend it just for general, like uh, everyone's got something they'd like to change about themselves. This is a great book to read to just get into a better mindset, learn how you can tweak small habits to make things more productive or better or whatever it is, but it's all small. It's manageable. It's not like you have to just all or nothing or it's over. You will get benefit from this book. I promise you that. So it's definitely worth checking out. And finally, the last book that I stumbled on, which I didn't necessarily mean to, and I'm not one for like super motivational, like pep talk coachy type stuff. Uh, but this book came highly recommended and was one of the best selling books for ever. And it is called You Are a Badass, How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life by Jen Sincero. Uh, this book has been amazing in terms of Jen Sincero is a life coach, but she does a great job of kind of pointing out right off the bat, like kind of the cheesiness of what you'd normally hear from life coaches and motivational speakers and all that kind of stuff where it's so cheesy. It's like, come on, man. Like, what is this shit? I'm not, what are you talking about? I'm not doing that. Like you sound ridiculous. Yeah. It's easy when you've got this, this, and this, but this book does a great job of, she just uses real world examples of herself, makes fun of herself constantly, cusses a lot, uh, but does a really good job of just, again, kind of helping with your mindset about things. For instance, I finished this book literally probably two hours before recording this podcast that I had been putting off for three, almost four weeks because I was like, I don't know what kind of information I'm going to put out. It's got to be perfect. You know, how am I going to do the audio? How am I going to do the video? How am I going to combine them? Where am I going to release it? Blah, 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 blah. And so it just drug on. Basically, it was me just not doing it. It was just putting it off. So I decided to go ahead and give it a shot after finishing this book just because this book does a great job of rather than like just pointing out small mindset changes, it does a good job of just pointing things out that you really need to pay attention to, especially in times like quarantine and pandemic and job loss and unemployment and all of that. Everything seems like it's tanking. The whole world's on fire. It all sucks. Politicians are terrible. No one's paying attention, all that kind of stuff. This book will do a great job of you turning your mind into realizing kind of the small things that you should be grateful for. Like when you're outside and you're like, oh, it's a sunny, nice day out here. I never actually really took that into account. And, you know, I'm alive. There's a lot of people now that literally are not alive. Um, those kind of things that you don't typically focus on, that when you do focus on them, all of a sudden everything around you seems like it's less shitty. So this is a great book for kind of, it's kind of like a, a pep talk, so to speak, and gives good advice. But overall, it's entertaining, it's fun, and it does kind of help light a fire. So highly suggest it. Um, as I mentioned previously, I had read maybe one book in the last seven years. I have finished three books in the last three weeks and I am buying my fourth book today, which is to be determined, 
but I will probably have that done within the next week or two, depending on length. These are um, not the shortest books, but definitely not you know ten thousand page novels or something like that. But it's just finding your way of doing it. So me combining this, you know, listening to audiobooks and running has made a big difference. So I suggest you do the same. These are just a couple of books that I've read and that made kind of a big difference for me and weren't super cheesy. And I actually took a lot of stuff from them. So worth checking it out if you're trying to change your mindset. Uh, let's see. The next thing, which I kind of did a little prelude to, uh, exercise. This has been a huge one for me, a huge one for me. I have to say, if I didn't have two dogs that required a lot of exercise, I probably wouldn't be quite as good at this as I am now, but I hated running more than anyone in the world hated running. I hated running. I thought it was the most boring and pointless activity to do. I will play sports, all any sports. Give me a ball and throw it and I'll go play fetch by myself and I'll call that before doing running. I just, I hated running. I never found the fun in it. I never found why. It was always boring and tedious and just miserable for me. So when this hit, I didn't really have much choice. Can't go to the gym anymore. I don't have a treadmill. Um, I don't have like a big home gym or anything like that. So I had to figure something out. And if I'm one of those people where... If I don't exercise for more than like, like if I go like more than two or three days without exercising, it really has a drastic effect on me where I'm like, oh man, like everything just seems so much shittier. My body feels terrible. Everything's aching. And ironically, my body hurts more than if I am exercising. Um, but let's just focus on the running aspect because I think a lot more people will relate to this. I hated running. So not in the greatest shape of my life, but still just hated running. I would take dogs. When I started, when we went into quarantine, I thought running a mile with my dogs was like the most insane, hard thing ever to do. I was like, this is stupid. I don't want to do it. And that was about as far as I could go before I got completely gassed, which not the worst in the world, but definitely not the best. Now I can run probably four to five miles straight without stopping outside, pretty much any temperature. It doesn't really matter. And I enjoy it. And the reason I enjoy it is because I found that listening to audiobooks or podcasts or whatever it may be for you completely altered my mind where I wasn't focused on the running aspect. I wasn't counting steps. I wasn't looking and saying, oh man, this is so boring. There's nothing happening out here or any, like now the most that I look at is, okay, is my dog trying to eat poison off the side of the road? And are there people ahead of me that I need to dodge and do the nice zigzag uh, across the street trying to dodge everybody so we don't you know do this the social distancing uh, error there where we get within six feet so exercise the best advice i can give here I've, i'm not a physical therapist i'm not an exercise sport scientist i'm none of the above um, but just start something is is how i figured it out like the fact that I had dogs, it kind of forced me to go out. And then the fact that we went into quarantine forced me to be like, shit, I have to run. I don't really have any other option. Unless I just don't want to work out, I need to start running. So I was like, all right, if I have to do this, how am I going to make it better? And that's where I tried podcasts. And I was like, okay, this is entertaining. But then for some reason, audiobooks, I guess because it felt to me in my head, I'm like, I'm knocking out two birds with one stone. I'm reading books and I'm running. Boom. So... Uh, 
find your niche, find what you like, whatever it is, but just try it, just start. So if you're somebody who literally never exercises, you've never run in your life, you don't wanna do it, go outside and walk down the street and back. Just do that and walk back. And I guarantee as you keep doing that, you will get better at it and you will start to enjoy it and you will start to feel better about things in general. It just gets endorphins released and you're gonna feel better about it. So I think especially for everyone's mental health, doing things like running or any sort of exercise, whatever it may be during times like this is crucial because without it, you're gonna start going crazier than you already would and nobody needs that. So as you can see, uh, I'm not completely insane. I just, I thought about the whole grooming, the, the Joe Dirt white trash beard thing before we started this, but um, yeah, and sorry for those of you that are just listening, you can't see its greatness, but don't worry, just picture patchy and thin and uh, that's my facial hair. And then my hair on top of my head has grown into a nice helmet. So. I don't know why I went off on that, but uh, just thought that would, you know, help you guys out. So if you're in the same boat, you know, you can relate. But yeah, exercise. Um, just start. Doesn't matter how long, how much, whatever. Just start, and then try to be consistent on everything you do. That's been the biggest thing for me. Is if I'm consistent on it, it starts to build on each other, and it's a snowball effect where everything just starts to not be quite as shitty when I continually do that. So try exercise. And then the next one that I really wanted to harp on a bit is one that anyone can do whether you have money or not, but obviously this one helps a lot if you have money. I don't have a lot of money to put into this, but I have started getting super into investing, primarily stock market, um, but there's a ton of things that you can do. To, I, I, my whole thing with quarantine has kind of pushed me into thinking about my future and where I wanna actually be at. So for me, I'm like, all right, how are all these rich people building their money? I mean, like I know people that have jobs that don't pay, you know, okay, maybe a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is amazingly good amount of money and much more than I make, but like that, that doesn't make them a millionaire like that. Uh, think of it. If you have costs and expenses and houses and all that, how is, how are these people becoming millionaires? Well, that's because a lot of them are smart and they invest. So there's a ton of different things you can invest in. You can invest in real estate. You can invest in stocks. You can do Roth IRAs, you can do 401ks, you can do index funds, you can do um, mutual funds, bonds. There's a ton of different things to check out for investing. A month and a half ago, I knew, I knew what a 401k was. I had a couple of them with some jobs. Um, I had heard about a Roth IRA and obviously I knew what the stock market was, but I didn't know shit about it or how it works. So I went deep down the rabbit hole of just learning how stocks work. Now, have I made millions? No, not at all. I've done a couple of trades and maybe I'm ahead by like $5, but I don't exactly have a huge account that I'm working with either. I mean, we're talking a couple hundred dollars here to just try and figure things out. So something I can't recommend enough is just looking into investing in your future. So everything I've put on this list is kind of investing in myself and in the future. This specifically, I'm talking about opening a high interest savings account. And if I have any money, even if it's $100, $500, $1,000, $10,000, put it into a high interest. If it's just sitting there in a savings account, put it into a high interest savings account. You'll get money back, or at the very least, you will at least make it to where inflation doesn't actually cause you to lose money from just keeping it in a savings account that's not accruing any interest for you. 
Um, small things like that. Now, I know there's a lot of people right now that are like, dude, it's a recession, essentially, and we all lost our jobs. We don't have any money. We don't have shit. Well, I was in that boat, and luckily, I have somewhat clawed my way out just by saving a bunch of money previous to this happening. I was able to kind of get my debt much lower, credit scores much higher, but obviously, I still have debt. I have bills. I have things I have to pay. So I'm not exactly home free. I'm not making thousands of dollars a month on stocks or any of that stuff yet, but I will get there. But the thing is, I'm learning about it so that when the time comes, I know what I can do when I have things available to me. So for instance, the high interest savings account, if you have any, if you have a savings account, any money that does stay in there, why not open a high interest savings account that will accrue higher rates of interest on the money you leave in there? So this doesn't have to be thousands of dollars. This could be hundreds of dollars and it's not gonna return insane amounts of money, but you will start building a little bit there and at least it's money working for you as opposed to just money not doing anything. The other thing is when you're looking at investing, why not look at figuring out what you would do or what you're going to do when the economy does bounce back and when you do land that next job or when you do get a bonus in the future or whatever it may be, rather than just not having a plan, learning how these things work has been a huge benefit for me. So again, I'm not investing thousands of dollars or tens of thousands or millions or anything like that, but I'm learning how it works. So hopefully one day when I get there and I have that kind of money to be throwing into investments, I can do that. But again, with everything, I'm starting small and just trying to build on top of it. But I don't see any harm in learning how investing works in general. Whether you have money or not, it's a great thing to know because I don't think everybody in the world is okay with where they're at and they don't ever want to get better or have more money. So if you have any plans of ever making more money in your entire life, this is a great thing to do with your spare time, just learning how it works. You don't have to invest anything. Just learn how it all works. Learn your options. Keep them all on the table so that hopefully we can all be in a better position should this ever happen again where we go into a recession or the economy shuts down, anything like that. I know they keep saying these things are once in a generation, but as a millennial, this is the second, almost third time that uh, this has happened where our economy's gone into some sort of recession or shutdown or massive job loss, those sorts of things. So anything can happen, why not prepare for it? And last but not least, um, write a plan of, of what you want to do, what you want to accomplish, and how you're going to get there. I mentioned goals and having goals to set. Those are awesome to do, but really having a plan that you can see clearly of what you want to do in the end is a big, big motivator. So for me, I have no idea what I want to do with my life yet. I still don't. I'm not expecting to know anytime soon where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a doctor. That's it. Uh, no, I'm not expecting that. But what I do know is that I would eventually like to be entirely debt-free. Okay. So that's my main goal. Cool. How am I going to get there? What's the plan to get there? I've literally gotten it down to how much can I set aside every paycheck or whatever it is, even if it's $5, setting something aside, if I can, every paycheck to go forward. Now, there are some of you who are in the situation of getting the stimulus checks that do have a job and that the stimulus check is not necessarily extra money, 
but it is an additional income that was not anticipated that you have now. Um, why not do something with that? You know, why not build on that? Why not help other people out then? If you have extra money, why not, you know, look up online how to make face masks or how to, you know, where to donate to your local community or anything like that. Um, all those things are definitely very beneficial. And for me, I am still looking at the best way to, I've done a couple of things to try and help folks out. Um, don't know exactly how much you know of an effect it's had so far, but that's one thing I'm looking at as well, is trying to figure out, um, even if it's just donating my time, which has become kind of a lot more difficult to do. Like you can't necessarily just volunteer anywhere right now because everything's shut down and they want you to stay home. So that one's a little bit trickier. Um, but even if it's just reaching out to people or doing things you wouldn't normally take the calls you wouldn't normally take or the meetings you wouldn't normally you know, meet with people. I've done those. It's uncomfortable. But then by the end, I was like, all right, I'm actually really glad that I did that or talked to that person or had that meeting or whatever it might be. Be a little bit more open to things because if you shut down everything, it's going to make everything a whole lot worse for you. But those are just kind of a few things that I have been doing in quarantine to try and stay sane and get through it and try and be as productive as possible and make the best of an awful situation. So hopefully some of this information has been at least somewhat helpful to you. Uh, again, I'm not a financial advisor. These are my opinions. I'm not you know, a physical therapist or an exercise sports science major or a nutritionist or um, you know, physical trainer or anything like that. So take everything with a grain of salt. But the ultimate gist is from what I figured out is the more that I could cut out the things that just waste my time and try and put that time into something productive, it makes the whole thing better. Um, you know, if you're stuck in a shit situation, you can't go out, don't have money, whatever it is. If you can at least try and focus on things that are steps forward as opposed to, even if that's just learning something, just learning something. Um, or do what I did and record a podcast that may or may not be good or useful or anything like that, but just do it and send it out to the world and see what happens. But I hope this was uh, at least somewhat helpful. If you did enjoy it or you want to list some things that you've done before, I'd love to hear about it. Leave it in the comments, whether you're watching this on YouTube or you're listening to it on iTunes or wherever you found this. Um, Leave a comment. Let me know what you guys are doing. Try and help each other out because obviously these are just a few things that I personally have been doing. So it's not exactly, uh, you know, the formula for greatness. I'm not there yet. One day, guys, one day. Uh, but yeah, leave your comments. Let me know what you think. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. This is the first Figure It Out Guy podcast. Hopefully they will continually get better as I go forward. Um, but this one, I really wanted to get out there because it does look like we'll probably be stuck in this for a few more weeks minimum. If you're really optimistic, it'll probably be at least a few more weeks of self-isolation and self-deprecation and sadness. But hopefully some of these tips will help you be a little bit brighter. So wish you guys the best. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And let me know how this works. Let me know if, if any of this was helpful. I'd love to uh, hear about it. Or if you're like, hey, man, your voice is awful. That's cool, too. Just let me know. But don't forget, uh, I do have Facebook, Instagram. We're getting iTunes up and running, YouTube, all that good stuff. So if you want to see content, and uh, I do have some things that came out 
a year ago, and they are brutal to rewatch. So make fun of me. Enjoy it. Anyway, wish you all the best. Thanks so much again, and have a fantastic rest of your day, week, quarantine, whatever. Let's do it, folks. I'm out.